Okay, so we're learning about how when a person wakes up in the morning, they have to say the brachas, thanking Hashem for putting on their shoes, and it's all preparation to get to the Shema, because in Shema you say how there's nothing besides Hashem. So the first step to getting to that kind of recognition is by going in details of your life and realizing that everything that's happening is all with the Koch of Hashem. And that allows Hashem to shine in a person. We say, it says in the Gemara, beware of a person whose neshama is in his nostrils because he's considered like a bama, like a, like a platform to serve idolatry. So before a person davens, when there's just a feeling of his corporality of his body, so he's like a raised platform. He's full of arrogance, full of selfishness. And the Abish's light, Hashem's light cannot shine into him. So the Pasuk says that when he davens, though, davening is about devotion to Hashem. That's what davening is. So then the Abishr, then the Shammu can then spread into him. So it starts with saying the brachas in the morning. That's meant to shift our paradigm, our way of looking at life as being separate entities and making us realize whatever's going in is it's really Hashem's energy. And that allows us eventually to reach Shema where we get to saying, Hashem Echad, nothing besides. Um, unlike the nations of the world who call Hashem the God of the gods, that means they say that they have their own energy, it's separate from Hashem. But the Jew recognizes and oh, Although the Pasuk says, doesn't uh, in their kingdom. There's no one like you. So it sounds like that they even recognize too that there's no one like you. Doesn't the kingdom, the king of the non-Jews, fear you? So seemingly there is a fear the non-Jews have for Hashem too. Yet the pasuk says Hashem is exalted over all nations. That means that Hashem is above the nations of the world and He doesn't give His energy to them without going through the 70 ministering angels. There are 70 godly energies which are called the 70 ministering angels which is a source of the 70 nations of the world. Which they, those 70 angels receive their energy from other groups of angels, which are called B'nai Elim, which we learned earlier, the Elim are the angels of the world of Asiya, which are called, uh, so to speak, power angels, because they directly power the uh, things in this world. So through those angels of the Elim, they... they the Ibn Elim give energy to the Ayin Sarim, and Ayin Sarim give energy to the nations of the world. So they are also, uh, that's, how they, 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 they are, that's how they exist. So although the non Jews admit that there's no one like Hashem, and they say Hashem is the God of all gods, but they still feel how Hashem is distant from them. Because the godly energy which animates them has to go through many, many uh, stages until it goes inside them. And therefore, when it does finally reach them, it's, they feel like it's something separate from Hashem. 
because it already went through many, many descents, many contractions, and therefore the non-Jews feel that Hashem is distant from them. Lochin, since their energy goes through many intermediaries, as a result of their energy coming to them in that way, they don't have the ability to be any different because their energy goes to them through all these intermediaries and it feels like it's separate from their source and therefore they feel themselves as separate from Hashem as if they're outside of Galimus. But it's not the way it is by the Jewish people. They are, it says in the Pasuk, a portion of God is His people. The essence of Hashem. They don't go, a Jew does not, his energy does not go through these different levels. And therefore, a Jew does not, Hashem does not feel separate from a Jew like, a, like he does feel like, like that by the non-Jews. Therefore, what do we say? Havai is our power. Havai is our life. Without any intermediary. So also, our energies that look like they're natural, they're really beyond nature because they come directly from Yudke Vavke. Lachin, since Yudke Vavke shines into us, not any intermediary, it is very appropriate, therefore, certainly appropriate for us to nullify our will because of Hashem's will. As the Torah says, nullify your will for because of His will. Because the truth is, Havaya Yukivavke is our entire power and energy, literally. Even if we wouldn't feel this, even if we wouldn't know this, that's the truth. And therefore, it's appropriate for us to nullify our will to His will, to Havaya, and not to want and desire other things because He is literally our life. As Apostlech says, Who do I have in heaven? And with you, well, there's no one I want in this world. That means, when I'm with you, when I feel that Yukivavke is our life and our strength, how we're one with you, how we are together with you, I don't have any desire for Oretz. I have no desire for earthiness. I have no desire for anything that's physical. Rather, because why should I want them when they're only secondary to the, the true life which comes to you, Kivavke? So, ki imcha, when I'm close to you, then I have no interest at all in anything physical. And now can understand uh, how this will help us reach the Shema Yisrael. We said the way to get to Shema Yisrael is uh, by is by understanding the idea of Havaya Lekeinu. The way to understand the idea of Havaya Echod is through Havaya Lekeinu. Zeo Pirishma Yisrael, Shema Huloshen Avono. What does Shema mean? Shema means to understand. When every Jew says Shema Yisrael, he has to think about what comes next. Shema Yisrael, in Kobe, stop a second. What's going on? Think about what you're about to say. Havaya Lekeinu Havaya Echod. Seemingly, the Pazik should have said Hashem is our God and one. Hashem, is, Hashem, our God, is one. Hashem, our God, is one. Why do we say Hashem is our God and then say Hashem is one? To say Hashem, our God, is one. It's in the lame reason we say that this way is when we get that in order to realize 
And the truth of Havaya Echad, it starts with understanding this. When you realize all of your life and all of your power is only the power of Hashem, when you get to a true recognition that Hashem literally is your life and strength. means our power. Who is our power? How you give up? Hashem is our power. When you realize that all of your energies are all from Hashem, when you understand the truth that Avai is our God, that all of our soul powers are power of Hashem, through this you can come to recognize that Avaya Echad, that there's no other existence besides Him. Because if Havaya, if Yukivavke, is the power and energy of, of everything, and all, any power is totally nullified to its source, then you'll realize that Havaya is Echad, that He is a true and only existence. Then, by you realizing that all of your energy is from Hashem, then you realize that, that all there is is Hashem. I know if it's the same idea, but uh, I was listening to Ramanus Freeman talking about uh, educating children. He says, in order for a child to realize that there's nothing besides Hashem, you give him a candy. Now, this candy belongs to Hashem. It, it has to be something very, very clear and very personal for the child for him to understand that that's how it is in the world. So in order for us to recognize the truth of Avaya Echad, Hashem is one, it starts by realizing our own self, Avaya Lekeinu, there's nothing besides Hashem. That's what the Gemara means when it says, if you say Echor, oh, I skipped. When a person understands the truth, that Avai is Alakainu, that all of our powers are come from Him, then we get that all there is is Him. That's what the Gemara means when it says, if you say the word Echad at length, then Hashem will give you a long life. So the meaning of saying Echad at length, that you emphasize the letter Dalit. doesn't mean that you say the whole... You say, it does, it does, by the way, you're not supposed to say the letter Dalit at length. You're supposed to say Echad. That's it. Some people make a mistake. They say Echad De. It's a mistake. Rather, you're supposed to just say Hashem Echad. But it means is you have to... You, have to, you, you meditate in the Dalit. You meditate in the meaning of the Dalit. What's the meaning of the Dalit? That Hashem is the only one in all four directions. Pirush. Shemarach was benish avayu alakeinu b'chishiyir shohuach alamiti. That you think at length in the meaning of the word echor, that Hashem is the true existence. And how do you get to that recognition that Hashem is the true existence and echor, that He's one, there's nothing else? It starts off with first realizing that He is our life and strength. And through this, you can realize that there's nothing besides it. That Hashem gives you a long life. Why? When you do eventually realize, and you come to this recognition, and you see that there's nothing besides Him. So then the Gemara says, Hashem will bless you to have a long life. Why? Just like you thought at length about the meaning of the word Echad, so measure for measure, Hagem Shem gives you a longer life. Elsewhere, Chassidah says that the word days refers to your love for Hashem. So you think at length about Hashem's oneness, then your love will increase, a greater love, you reach a higher level of love. But the Pashup Shad is you have a longer life. Okay, I'll stop here.